Hey, e-commerce friend. Today's episode is a replay of one of our most popular episodes. And even if you listen to it the first time, I encourage you to listen to it again because it's likely your business has evolved a lot since then and there might be something that's more relevant to you right now. Or you might just hear it differently. So don't go away. Listen through. Let's get into it. Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. If you're listening to this in real time, then spring is in the air and you're just about getting ready to close out Q1. You've been running your business and living your life through a pandemic for over a year already. Holy shit, time sure does fly when you're having fun. It's been a whirlwind 12 months, and while things aren't perfect or back to normal, they do feel a little bit like they're starting to settle down Everyone is getting into the new groove of what their business feels like now. We've mostly settled into our new routines and things are looking up. With all that being said, it feels like a good time to do a little spring cleaning in our business, don't you think? So in today's episode, I'm going to run through some different things you can do to spring clean your business right now. And once you get into the spring cleaning groove, check out episode 39 of the podcast where I talk about five things you can do to step into your role as CEO. There will be some overlap, but I go a bit deeper into some things in that episode. Also, if you missed our December mini episodes, now is a great time to go back and listen to them too. All right, let's get into it. So I've broken these down into different groups based on the overall topic. So we have email marketing, business operations, customer experience, your website, and your overall marketing strategy. Now, each of these has a bunch of ideas and they may or may not be relevant to you, but pick out the ones that are and be sure to get started on them for Q2. If you're not great with the goal setting and knowing when to focus your time on what, listen to episode 41 of the podcast, and I'm going to be mentioning a lot of other specific episodes for you to go back to throughout this episode, but don't worry, I'll have them all in the links in the show notes. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list. That would make for a really long fucking podcast episode, but it's a great start. So first up is email marketing. Audit your email automations. Like I always say, email automations are set it and forget it-ish. You still need to go back periodically to assess their performance, make some tweaks, and see if you can optimize them a little bit more. This is especially true because customer behavior changes based on what we're all going through in our lives, so it's possible what worked two years ago doesn't work as well now. And it's also possible if you had a lot of dynamic content and things like that, your product assortment probably changed. So you may need to go back and update and refresh what you're talking about in there. 
Next up in terms of email marketing is to clean your list. Identify those people who have been on your list for at least six months to a year, have received at least 10 to 20 emails, but haven't opened any of them and then unsubscribe them. Don't get attached to these people. If they're not engaging with your emails or buying from you, they're just dead weight and not worth your attention. And lastly for email, if you haven't already been emailing your list on a regular basis, now is a great time to start. 60% of your Q4 revenue is going to come from some customers who engage with you during the first half of the year. So start warming them up again. And just the other day, someone messaged me on Instagram to say she had just emailed her list for the first time in six months using my strategy for building a content calendar and immediately made multiple sales. I promise email works, friend. If you need help building out an email marketing calendar, listen to episode 44. Next on the list, your business operations. Time to put on your CEO hat, friend. This is a good time to go back and review your business goals. Generally, I like to do this earlier in the year, but as retail businesses, this can be hard to do. Coming off of Q4, it usually takes us a bit to catch our balance, and before we know it, Q1 is over. So don't be so hard on yourself if you feel like you're behind. Now, business goals is a pretty broad term, and what exactly those goals are might be different for each of you. But the point of this exercise is to look back on the goals you set for yourself and see where you're at. Are you on track to hit them? Are you focusing on the right things to get you there? Do you have goals at all? And it's also a great time to assess your team. Do you have the right butts in the right seats? Do you need to hire people, shift them around, promote someone? Make sure you're talking to all of your employees, your service providers, your contractors, and get their feedback. Do they feel like they have everything they need to be successful? Do they have ideas they've wanted to try but just haven't had the resources to do? Are they drowning in day-to-day operations, leaving them no time for big ideas or new initiatives? This was my biggest struggle at my day job. I had a list of things I wanted to do to optimize our email marketing, our social media, to start working with more influencers, but my day-to-day was just so crazy because I was wearing too many hats. I never could dedicate the time or the brain power I needed to those activities. I really could have used an assistant to take care of those mundane things that were technically below my pay grade. And how about your inventory? When was the last time you did a sweep and assessment to figure out how much dead stock you have that you need to move? You likely did some of this around the holiday, figuring out what you wanted to mark down to move as much of it as possible during the busy season, but did you ever follow up with that? Even after moving through lots of units, you might still have inventory collecting dust in your warehouse. Mark that stuff down below cost if you have to, use it as a gift with purchase, or just donate it. Out with the old and in with the new. And last for biz operations. Clean out your email inbox. Seriously, it's time. I legit just deleted over 15,000 emails from my inbox and it felt so good. Granted, I could be better about deleting along the way, but I'm not. Maybe you do delete as you go and that deserves a congrats. If you're using Gmail, use the search function to find all those newsletters you receive. Select the entire first page list, and then don't forget Gmail will give you an option to select all that match this search. That way you can delete them all in one shot. Next up, customer experience. When was the last time you evaluated your ideal customer? 
maybe you did it at the beginning of your business and haven't revisited it. If that's the case, now is as good a time as any. I like to do this at least two times per year because like I said earlier, your customer is always changing. And maybe your customer is the same, but her typical day looks a little bit different. Write a new day in the life story and see what shakes out. Just to give you an idea of what I usually discover through this exercise is a better time of day to send emails or a new type of content to create. If you're still not confident in who your customer is or what they want, it might be time to conduct a survey. People love surveys. Seriously, they love to give their two cents and they definitely love to talk about themselves. Use this to your advantage. And to really sweeten the deal, give them a little incentive for spending the time to fill it out. Doesn't have to be anything big, just a 10 to 15% discount off their next purchase is deal enough. Just try not to get all the answers you've ever wanted in one survey. If it's too long, they'll quit. So start by focusing on just one or two main takeaways or insights you're trying to get. Like maybe you want to know more about their shopping habits or why they buy from you. Or you want feedback on a product line you're considering. Or maybe just their experience shopping on your website. Speaking of your website, let's talk about that. Not too long ago, I was doing many website audits on Clubhouse with a branding friend of mine, and we decided to do it on a whim, having no idea how valuable it would be. And funny enough, I was worried how well I would do on the spot. But let me tell you, I am forever shocked on how many of us don't look at our own websites. So that's what I want you to do. Shop your own website on desktop and mobile in incognito mode. The incognito mode is very important because that's where you're going to get a true read of what it's like for your new customers. And this is especially true in the case of pop-ups. Because you've been cookied, it's very possible there are pop-ups that show on your site that you yourself never see because you've already seen them and closed them out. So they don't reappear for you. But when you use incognito mode, those cookies can't be seen by the website, so you see everything. And I'd bet that at least a few, if not a lot of you listening, will have multiple pop-ups showing on top of each other that you didn't even realize were there. Next up, when was the last time you updated your theme? Now, if you're on Shopify, the themes you're using are regularly being updated by the developers. New functionalities and features are being added and bugs are being fixed. The thing is, these don't get updated on your site automatically. You have to do it manually. Now, I don't recommend you update every single time a release is made because there's a bit of manual work that goes into it, especially if you've done some of your own custom coding and work to the site. But I do recommend that you look at each release to see what has been updated and If it's a feature you've been waiting for, have been using an app to accomplish, or even previously had it custom coded, because the fewer apps you have and the less custom code in your site, the better. Now, updating your theme can be an entire episode on its own. If you want a bonus episode on this, or maybe even a mini course on what goes into it, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. Another thing you can do to spring clean your website is to audit your products and collections. Get rid of collections you're no longer using and hide products that are sold out and not coming back. And don't forget to redirect these links though so they don't error out. Oh, and while you're at it, check all the links on your site too. Make sure the links you're using in your footer and navigation are the correct ones. Check your blog posts to make sure the products you're featuring are still available. 
And it's also a great time to reevaluate any cross-selling or upselling you're doing. Maybe you have new products to feature in those cross-sells or ones that you can remove. And last, at least for this episode, and certainly not least, is to check your collection merchandising. You might have some random sale items or those that are mostly sold out at the top of your collection creating a shitty shopping experience. Or maybe you've got new items that are getting buried and customers aren't finding them. The last category we're going to cover today is your overall marketing activities. It's time to look at all the things you're doing, where you're spending your time, and figure out which are giving you the best bang for your buck. Maybe you're spending a shit ton of time on YouTube, but it's not really bringing enough return to justify it. Or maybe you see that it's on the brink of being worth it and you just have to tweak your strategy a bit for the next 30 days and see if you can bump up its impact. Or maybe you realize something is a total bomb and your time is better spent leaning into those marketing activities that have a bigger ROI. This activity can definitely feel overwhelming just thinking about it, especially when you and your team are sort of just working on autopilot through these things, right? Because it's just been what you do all the time. But it's one of the most beneficial things you can do in your biz. If you do have a team, split up the work. Set up a meeting with a two or three week lead time and let everyone evaluate their own departments. If you've got one person who does Instagram and another who does Pinterest, have them each evaluate the success of the platform and then come to you with their findings. It's just as important for them to understand the impact as it is for you as the CEO. Okay, and one quick bonus tip before we go. Unfollow anyone on social media that makes you feel like shit. Whether it's a competitor or a peer, doesn't matter. If seeing their content makes you feel like you're less than, that you're too far behind, or that they're awesome and you suck, just remove that content from your feed. Simple as that. Let's recap today's list really quick. Audit your email automations. Get rid of deadweight subscribers. Start emailing regularly if you're not already. Review your business goals. Assess your team. Clean up your inventory. Clean out your email inbox. Revisit your ideal customer. Conduct a customer survey. Audit your website in incognito mode. Update your theme. Audit your products and collections. Reevaluate your cross sells. Remerchandise your collections and find your best marketing channels. There you go, e commerce friend. 15 things you can do to spring clean your business. Don't forget to check the show notes for all the other episodes I mentioned today to help you do some of this stuff. And remember that you don't have to do all of these all at once. And maybe you just did some of these 60 days ago. Skip those. Pick out the ones that you know you haven't paid attention to in like more than 90 days or something like that and start there. And that's a wrap, friend. Happy cleaning and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.